What's up, guys? Kevin Wagstaff here. Another episode of Spector Spotlight with Andrew and Sarah Wilson from Wilson and Sons. This is a refreshing episode. I love it for new inspectors, especially, and also experienced inspectors who want to get into social media. So as a new inspector, it's always hard to get your in with agents and get to know them, and especially during COVID. And they've used social media so well, uh, better than almost any new inspectors I've seen because they're so authentic. And so I think everyone can learn from this. They're great people, they're fun. Um, they're a great follow on social media as well. I'll link to everything in the descriptions but I think everyone can take something from this. So hope you enjoy. Thanks. We're huge fans, by the way. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks. It's, yeah. I haven't done one of these. I haven't had an episode in a couple of weeks. So I was actually like hurting for, for someone to come on. And when Lorna mentioned you all, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. I've seen their stuff on Instagram. I was like, oh, they're cool. super active on there. I was like, let's do it. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So how's, uh, how's, how's COVID life been? I want to, that's always my first question for everybody is how, What's the last year been like? Oh, we actually started a couple of weeks, like our business before COVID, yeah. like before oh. shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, Tell me that, about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we got we got a couple of inspections in March, you know, so um, I, I remember the, uh, the first inspection I had with this new agent that we just kind of started hitting it off. Um, after we finished and we're in the driveway, he's like, well, uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to go do continuing education for the next few weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a great time to start. Yeah. What what was a uh, was it planned to? I mean, obviously not knowing what was ahead, but did you all was it in the plans or was it kind of more spontaneous? It, no. So we had a soft launch in like December where we got all okay. of our licensing done and everything, and just mm -hmm. told our friends that are realtors. Mm -hmm. And had a couple of like low key ones, no, no platform on social media or anything at that point. Um, and then we decided to network uh, early March, end of February, yeah. getting ready for the appropriate time. You, you know, launching a business is timing is everything, right? So yeah. we're trying to like get out there for spring and uh, then everything shut down. And for literally two months, we were mandated not to do anything and stay in our home. And so real estate here paused for two months which explains the huge social media pivot. We're just like, well, let's just start hitting up people via chat. <laughs> yeah, what? start sending video messages and stuff like that. What so, went yeah. through the minds at that time? Was it like, what was the dialogue like? Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, yep. that's yes. uh, yeah. what um, do we do now? Right. What, what next? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, okay, well, I'm a very, we're very different. Are you familiar with the Enneagram? Yes. Okay, so I'm an eight. So throw a pandemic at me. I'm like, let's do this. Yeah. You know, like I'm ready, like extreme like ideas going on in my head. And he's a five. Um, so the investigator, so he's very much like, okay, okay, okay. Like, this Minor. is not according to plan. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? Um, so I was like, Well, let's do these three things. And I start shooting out ideas and he you can speak for yourself. You reeled me in a bit. And we decided to just really lean yeah. into networking very intentionally on Instagram in particular. I hate social media, but I figured, well, this is the way to do it right now. So let's yeah. be super intentional about finding the right people to work with and prepare for when this ends because it's going to end one day. At some um, point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and we picked, um, we decided we're going to hone in really on one particular brand of social media because, um, you know, with our 
you know, with our family life and everything, you know, having two kids and being real busy and um, a couple of jobs, it's like, okay, we don't have time to like spread ourselves out too far. Yeah. Let's focus on one, get really good at that. Um, and we, that's where we focused our attention was Instagram. And then we, it just kind of, uh, we just kind of went out from there. Yeah. yeah. Where did the instincts come from to do that? Like, what are your, what are your backgrounds? Kind of like, I'm guessing there's something in there that just helps you have that instinct. Total amateur when it comes to media, but I'm really good relationally. Like I'm like good at connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So like one-to-one and like observing. So I guess learning is a really good strength for both of us. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn how to do Instagram. (laughs) Like I, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, just following local realtors and just seeing what they like, um, getting to know them and chatting with them just as a woman, like, oh, that's really cute and stuff like that. But um, yeah, more just relationally and then coming to them as like the wife of a home inspector um, because yeah, just just a, a novice and learning how to do it, how to engage and just being transparent with them. Like, hey, I want to talk to you because I like your page. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you market yourself? And like, what are the reasons behind it? So I could implement that as a home oh. inspector business because I would follow other home inspectors and there's very few that I thought were really cool to follow. Again, I'm not a home inspector and I don't like pictures of toilets. Like, I just don't think it's <laughs> fun to look at. <laughs> so I'm like, what's scroll worthy? to stop somebody and get their attention, but from this position, like this service. So I just had really like transparent conversations with really helpful uh, realtors um, that taught me a ton and just put it from our line of work. I love this because just from, I think from the first time I saw posts from, from you all and your company and the stories, I had assumed, I was like, oh, they probably been in the business five, 10 years, you know, like have been doing this for a while because it just looks so confident and put together. Um, and so it's really cool to hear that you just said, all right, I'm going to learn to do this well. And I noticed you said you asked questions. Home inspectors are notoriously bad at that because they usually just want to tell you about, you know, their construction experience or building codes or whatever. Right. So, um, I love that you do that and I'm guessing the results have been great in terms of yeah. saying like, Oh, yes. I just like you. I just like y'all. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I'm like, I, I would just be very transparent with them. I just like your page. And I think I like, after talking with you, I like you as a person. Um, and I know here's my analogy with home inspectors. And this is like what you said, like the biggest struggle coming from, it's like a very interesting line of work where we love what we do. Like home inspectors love nerding out on this, but like no one else likes it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the it truth it's very interesting it's very extremely important but like I don't know if you saw we have a video called the analogy where it's like here's what a home inspector is it's like when you date someone and we're that friends where it's like can you please just let me know all the things about him or her that are just like not good that I should really take a look at. And so the home inspector is that friend that like, you don't know where that person is in their heart with the process, like of dating this person. Like, you know, the person might want to buy the house and might just be checking it out and either come in with a hatchet or like a nice scalpel and then break the news because there's going to be something with the house, at least like one thing, right? So we're that friend. I love this. I want to get back to the Instagram stuff. Andrew, what is your, what's your background? Is it, is it typical construction building trades? 
I have a pretty interesting background. Uh, so prior to becoming a home inspector, I was a musician. Uh, that was my career. Um, right out of high school, that's what I did. Um, uh -huh. Playing guitar, playing in bands, uh, teaching. Uh, it's kind of a local gun for hire. And my inspection experience came from my dad, who uh, still is a home inspector. And during the summers, I would go out with him uh, for making a little extra cash when lessons were down. And when I started doing that, I found out I really enjoyed it. And I kept doing that for 13, 14, 15 years um, seasonally and started out writing, just writing reports for him. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he did the, he does the old school handwritten. Right, physically writing reports. Yeah, literally <laughs> writing reports. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would transcribe the handwritten notes uh, into his, his report writing. And then I started going out in the field with him, you know, and you've heard it before, go out, test windows and doors and outlets and things of that nature and then start doing more and more. And finally decided, you know, it's time to just go ahead and get my license and, and start doing this thing. So then made the switch uh, from full-time musician, part-time inspector to now full-time inspector. So wow. that's the nutshell. Yeah. How totally cool. different. I, yeah. yeah. I'm amazed. <laughs> and I've actually found, believe it or not, that I guess diversity of background or experience is such an advantage. Like, I, I don't know if initially you felt like, ah, oh, it's, you know, imposter syndrome or whatever, but I've just, talked to so many inspectors that came from communications or teaching or whatever. And that just helps them relate to people better. People find it yes, interesting. Totally. Um, yeah. And it's just out of the norm, which I love. I think that's, we should embrace that. And it sounds like you guys have, you've leaned into it of just being like, Hey, we are who we are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a great icebreaker. You know, when, a, <laughs> when you meet a, an agent or a contractor, it's like, Oh, so what'd you do before this? I was a musician. Like really? Uh, yeah, so, people love that yeah. and people really like one of the things that like bringing it back to social media like one of the things I find people really crave on there is like vulnerability and yeah. just being honest like hey I'm a total amateur when it comes to this so and I just like just coming from that place of learning and observing and then sharing who we are mm -hmm. just as plainly as possible can while being helpful with what we know um, for people looking for homes or new homeowners yeah, yeah, absolutely. And playing, playing to the strengths that we bring to the industry from kind of a different perspective. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the education part of it. So. Yeah. Touch like on we the post what we learn about things. Touch on the authenticity people. piece. Cause that to me is a, it's a rarity in this industry. And I think like 98% of people on social media can't get there. You know, they can't break through that. How was that so easy for y'all? Cause I, I could just tell it was just seems, seems natural, but maybe it, the whole overnight success thing that took a year to, to get to. <laughs> well it, it's certainly more natural for sarah um, <laughs> uh, than it is for me because yeah you speak about the imposter syndrome and yeah certainly having that big time there everybody um, has that yeah yeah I, I think so i think it's pretty normal but uh yeah. um sarah has definitely been helpful in um in that part of my growth uh, but also kind of in um in what she does with social media uh, with our uh with our presence there so it um it's a, uh, it's definitely a, a virtue uh, that, that I'm aspiring to, to grow in. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to find words that make this sound not kind of, I'm super direct. Very direct. <laughs> um, I, I, I care what people think, but not enough to like, let it just like hinder what I think of myself. Right. So I don't care what people think ultimately. So I'm, I'm free to just post and say what I will. 
Awesome. And like, I feel like here's this thing to help you. You're welcome. And so that's where it comes from. <laughs> like, you know, like what's lacking on here and what can we deliver? Like, what are like a lot of the questions we get from our clients and let's use that as content. Um, like what's the point of using a realtor? We get a lot of people who don't have representation calling us for inspections. Like, how are you doing this by yourself? You know what I mean? Like, why are you doing that? Cause they don't know a buyer's agent they're not going to pay for. And so we're like, let's just make a video four reasons why you should use a buyer's agent, you know what I mean? Or a seller's agent and stuff like that. Like very simple, um, very basic because while home inspectors or whatever people's niches are, know a ton about what they know, Joe Schmo doesn't know like maybe a percentage. And so you got to break it down. Yeah. And, and tell me if this is how you view it, because I, I always teach inspectors this when we, we do like marketing classes or I've done webinars and I always tell them to kind of look around the world around you for content because it's everywhere. There's everything can become content. Pe yeah. Google tells you what people search for. You you seem like you do that well, just looking at some of your stories. I was poking around for a few minutes and you know, if, if so, another business does something really well, you're like, Oh, look what, look at this. This is a right. You know, that's just content everywhere. Is that how right. you do it? Of just like our world is our content. Yeah, definitely. Like talking to people, like having a conversation, you will get so much content just having a conversation about what we do in particular. People have like no clue. It's like, this is like a month, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and then taking from what attracted me to other agents. Um, like I like agents that are, I'm learning a lot about real estate. And so I'm going to emulate what they do on my site or platform mm. because I mean, that's what drew me to them. They're yeah. teachers. And so I, I want to be like our approach is teaching and offering solutions and just serving people in that way. And so mm -hmm. that's, you know, how we face it. Like, yeah. So has Instagram big been the biggest, um, I guess, channel for meeting new agents? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Far, and, right. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we started out um, in the summertime, springtime, you know, of last year doing more uh, interaction there and, mm -hmm. Um, getting coffee meetings out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, and jobs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so it, it definitely has been the, the biggest platform uh, for getting out there for us. You know, we've had uh, a little bit from uh, other areas as well, but Instagram certainly has been the biggest one. Yeah. It's a good tool. Um, if you're just really intentional with it because you get, you get to meet the realtor before even saying hello to them to see if you even want to meet, work with them, you know, like you just get a really good beat on someone. Um, as, or at least the image they're putting out, which is, it says a lot. And so we'll see some people, I'm like, this person looks hilarious. Let's get, let's reach out to them. And um, yeah. So I've, what I've learned is engaging with them and commenting and messaging with them before you send the video is like make or break. Because if you just send the video right out, 99% of the time, they're not going to, like we've had one person positively respond to a hot video, you know, just like, hello. Um, but mm -hmm. Um, yeah, engaging with them and then, then introducing yourself. Oh, I love that. Cause I, I, I always tell inspectors treat it like real life. You wouldn't just go up to someone and just like spill all these intimate details or just ask them to buy something from you before introducing yourself or being like, Hey, that's a nice shirt. Hey, how's the weather? You know, yeah. you gotta like warm it up a little, uh, right. on social. And so I think right. the thought is that it's just easier on social and that you can just shortcut it. And I think you all are seeing like there's no, no shortcuts, right? No. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. That's part of the problem with thinking of it though, that way, because mm -hmm. social media has have kind of like altered people's thinking on connection. 
And I think like, you know, for sure it's delayed it. You, that veteran home inspector you met at Continuing Ed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said that before it was how many cases of cases before you actually clicked? Uh, let's see, what, what was it? It was uh, um, 24 touches. I think it's what it is now. It was like 12 touches, it's you know, to, um, uh, to, to be able to make contact with somebody so that they know who you are. Um, and now with the way social media is and, and the attention span and everything, now those points of contact doubled from 12 to about 24. So they got watered yeah. down, they get watered down because of the volume velocity and now we're all online. So now right. and, the, and it's hard to decipher who's like for real, who's actually like going to be a, a partner or a paying customer. True. So just like really intentionally engaging with the right people and like taking the time to learn who the right people are because everybody on social media is talk, but then who <laughs> is going to yeah. then see it through, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and you have to engage with people in that way. So what out. percent would you say you, you are engaging with others versus kind of posting your own or promotional? Is it a lot oh, of like, way more engagement, like a lot of outbound, I guess, or offense, maybe you could call it or yeah. Outbound. Are you, like how am I, am I engaging more than I am posting? Mm -hmm. Is your question? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. engage like all the time Perfect. and I post, I feel like almost never. I know I do post, but it feels like I hardly do because I'm too busy talking to people. <laughs> yeah, and, and the engagement, um, you know, she's so good about this, is that the engagement is not just hitting the heart button. Uh, you know, it, it's it's going further than that. It, it's uh, it's commenting, um, you know, it's kind of do, uh, creating some sort of conversational back and forth. Yeah, I get a lot of private messages. Yeah, a lot of private messaging, things like that, as opposed to just kind of scrolling through and doing the, you know, robotic like, 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 like. That's the lazy <laughs> way to do it. That yields nothing, right? Likes are Yeah, right. like what's the point? Likes mm -hmm. are very cheap. Um, yeah. And, and tell me, this is part of the problem. A lot of people want to outsource this kind of stuff. I believe it's mm -hmm. impossible to outsource it because you're in the business, right? You live it, you breathe yeah. it, you could tell that. I think just from yeah. even the few minutes of research I did. Um, so it's tough for people to prioritize this, I think, because a lot of times it's one inspector. Um, yeah. But if they have a partner or a spouse, I think this is a no-brainer. Totally to utilize it. Yeah. 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 Like if you got a spouse, like honestly, like again, we're a partnership. So the better he does, the more food we have to eat and the more like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? All the things, you know? Yeah. And so- yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you have a partner, he's busy. I don't, I want him executing on the coffee dates and doing the home inspections. Like he doesn't have time. And honestly, Andrew, you don't even think about taking pictures, right? Yeah, it's very <laughs> tough. She's like, hey, give me a picture, you know, while you're there. It's something I can use on social media. Like a lake or something pretty, nothing like weird. And like, I, yeah, <laughs> like I won't, a lot of times I won't remember. Like it'll be at the end of the inspection. I'm starting to pull out of the driveway. I'm like, oh, I forgot to get a picture for her to use. I try to find something yeah. real quick. <laughs> it's it's intentional yeah it takes intentionality and i think it's yeah. building a muscle is why you know i think you got to build that muscle up and one thing i would say if you're if you do take your spouse on which you absolutely should partner up you know what i mean like so you know but one of the things i learned is people want to see andrew and who he is so he took this picture once that was just awful it looked borderline creepy like he had a thing <laughs> in his hand like a big long wrench and a mask on he looked weird oh, it was me coming out of a crawl space <laughs> i was like what the hell are you thinking <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not posting that and it did so well <laughs> people loved it because they saw him and that he's funny and you know yeah it was just i thought it was weird and people ate it up <laughs> yeah i think my favorite one was the secret window oh yeah that was a, but i write in the caption like this is what he gives me to work with people i'm sorry he can't take a serious photo and like i, I explain that 
In can you also be links to everything we're talking about and I'll put it in yeah. the description so people can like <laughs> click on these and look at them afterwards. Um, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'll absolutely. make notes of this stuff and I'll obviously yeah. link to your account so people can see, I think the, the, the full of personality way to do this if they're going to do it. Um, not many will. And so luckily you won't have much competition. So the beauty is, you know, five people out of a thousand will do this. But that's the, that's another problem. You have to be teachable. You know how, this is why I love your podcast because we execute on what we hear about it. Like, let's try it and see if it works for us because mm-hmm. everywhere's different in the United States, but we'll try it because we're, again, we're in our first year. And I mean, if you're not going to learn, even if we're in our 10th year, you have to be teachable and just like grow and learn mm-hmm. because that's how you stay in the game. It's shifting you know fast I'm, too. The game, right. I mean, just this last year, it's probably shifting even faster than I realize. And I'm in it every day and I am seeing it, but like what you're doing is exactly the spot to be. I think, I don't think there's any, any better place to be than social email communication, zooms, all of that. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I love, thank you for touching on that. I, that was like the one thing I wanted to make sure to talk about was the Instagram presence. Um, but we'll link to it and, and shout it out. It's at WS inspects. Yeah, at WS Inspect. Inspect. Yeah. Inspect, WS Inspect, cool. Yeah. Um, what else is interesting to y'all coming into coming into year two? Like what, not even just home inspections. You, you, I saw you mentioned, we could talk about anything. I love it. This podcast doesn't just have to be about <laughs> home inspections either. I'm like, yeah. I listen to other podcasts sometimes and they just go off on tangents and they're just like, yeah, if it sucks, we won't do it again, but we can do whatever <laughs> exactly. we want. Yeah. Yeah. Don't platform? you all have a podcast? I think I, thought I saw that because I saw the story. It said like, uh, we're on the other side of the table. Now tell me about your podcast. Dude, we're ever changing. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's a journey. Our podcast. It happened um, with COVID. Yeah. We we're like, well, what do we do? How Another do we get people to know us? Because everybody's freaked out. And, you know, so we just made a podcast to like, to have conversations mm-hmm. and just hit record and try to, you know, what we learned is people don't like contractors or, they mm-hmm. think home inspectors are weird and like deal breakers. And I'm like, well, how do we have a conversation about how we love what we do and then get people to like kind of change their minds about that viewpoint, like educate them on how, like who we are. And so the first season we focused on having contractors on the podcast, oh. like as human beings, like yeah. our friends that are in the field or people that we've mm-hmm. used and liked. Um, Cause we refer um, work like workers, like if we find things and we're like, yeah. here's a good guy that we like. And um, so, yeah, that was season one. Yeah. And that was kind of a, there, there's a selfishness uh, to having a podcast to where it's like, okay, this gives me the opportunity to meet contractors myself and to kind of interview them. Okay. Is this somebody that I want to uh, refer? And we were thinking um, like one person would listen to it. <laughs> yeah. But we realtors really like it because we, you know, we have a nice, it's small following, but a nice, small, consistent following because they're they're learning who to use and like who they would want to work with yeah yeah so was this just brand so let's let's pause there and say okay you just said hey let's start a podcast this is what i love about you too is that you just say it like yeah we just couldn't do it and said screw it we did it did you google how to do it a lot of people ask a lot of people email me like hey what do you use how (laughs) how do you do it and i'm like just google it i'm point fire aim he's the one who does all the research that's your question yeah yeah (laughs) Um, uh, as much as I wanted to try to do all the research, uh, I was like, I, I, uh, we don't really, if, if I try to do all the research, we're never going to do it. So, um, we just, we just did it. We, you know, download an app, <laughs> download an app so we can record. Yeah. Just, I just picked one. Yeah. 
Um, and, and we just went for it. And it's like, well, let's just kind of figure it out as we go. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what we did. And bare we, bones. Yeah, very bare bones. <laughs> I want to uh, zero yeah. in on that though, because that's it. You, and you've had success with it and it's amazing. And then you just took action. Cause I'm Andrew, I'm like you, I will, you know, I take 10 minutes minimum to pick out toothpaste in that aisle. You know, I'll sit here and read, <laughs> you know, I'm the worst where, but then I'll just do something drastic, a bit much bigger purchase quickly, but I take so yeah. much time to buy deodorant. It's ridiculous. You just said taking the actions more important, right? Getting started. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And this is, this is really where Sarah came in, uh, kind of that, that plays to her strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we kind of balance each other out. Yeah. And, so uh, well, thank God. <laughs> so yeah, she'll, she'll kind of push me to do things. I'll rein her in a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, we're finding that balance, but that, that really came into play when we started, you know, just doing a podcast, you know, just out of nowhere. You literally have nothing to lose to try it. And that's how you learn. Like we learn by doing, like yeah. I learned so much from our kids because they learn by doing things all the time. Yeah. And so, well, and how do you, as you get older, you learn by teaching. Right. Mm-hmm. And it like reiterates. And so I'm like, well, let's, do a podcast and get, get ourselves out there. And if no one listens to it, then we talked <laughs> like we had a conversation yeah. and we hit record. There's zero to lose. Zero downside. Something along the way. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't like it, we'll delete it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I love this. I love this so much. Um, one, cause it. my wife is kind of the action oriented person. She'll, she'll just tell me like, just buy the freaking chair already or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for inspectors out there that don't have a Sarah or don't have that, I guess, influence in their life, you kind of have to create it. So say, yeah, you know, for those out there listening or watching, if it's just you, you got to have that, that person on your shoulder that just says, just start and figure it out. Like that's what I try to tell everyone. Um, and if nothing else, the community and podcasts push you to just try things because getting on video. Yeah. We all probably hate our noses and not faces or oh, yeah. voices or whatever, but you just got to hit play. Right. Oh, it's awkward as anything. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just do it. And, and as Sarah said, uh, you know, if, if you don't have that, um, uh, that other person, you know, kind of pushing you to do it. Yeah. Going out and being intentional about finding a mentor, mm-hmm. um, to, to kind of help, um, you know, I know I'm a, I'm a part of InterNACHI and, you know, they have a mentor program and I found a mentor on there, oh, okay. you know, even, you know, even though, um, Sarah and I have this dynamic here, having somebody to push me in more specific ways in the industry, um, you know, that's been incredibly helpful. Oh, and so, fantastic. I mean, taking, taking advantage of people who are, um, who are very eager to pour back into the industry that they've gotten so much out of, um, you know, that that's been huge. So you have gotten value out of that. Cause part of me, I used to hang out on the forums and part of me was like, Oh my gosh, some of these guys, they're doing like one inspection a month and they trash anything new. So I'm guessing <laughs> you found a good one that actually had good experience to kind of, uh, to- Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, yeah, I, the forums are, uh, can be brutal. Um, uh, there's helpful content there to be sure, but um, it, it can be a, an interesting playground. Uh, but uh, yeah, going through the mentors and just kind of going down the list and seeing people in my state and, um, and picked one and um, yeah, uh, called them up. We met uh, in person. We were close enough at one point to do that. And, you know, that's been, uh, he's been kind of the go-to for learning things uh, in the industry and specifically uh, here in North Carolina, since we share a state, right? Uh, and he knows all the uh, all the ins and outs of it. And so yeah, definitely found a, a big value in that. And of course, that's where I got my state mandated continuing education already for the year. Is going up to his place uh, in Raleigh. So um, shout out to Five Senses Training. 
yeah. great things. So yeah. So they they just link you up. So that's just like how formal is the program? I'm just curious how they structure this because that's it's really cool. it's very uh, informal. You just go there and there you can kind of there's a list of participating people, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, he was really the first guy I contacted. So I think some guys you know maybe do things a little bit different on their end, uh, but yeah, it's just they're enrolled in the program with InterNACHI, and then you just contact them and and you go from there. I mean, that's really, it is it's pretty informal, pretty laid back. Yeah, and we spent yeah, uh, like a day for Christmas with him and his kids. Yeah. Just got together with them just to hang. That's awesome. It was cool, yeah. I appreciate anyone in the industry that feels like, hey, there's enough for everyone to eat. I don't mind, you know, training your comp, the whole training your competition thing. Um, that just shows confidence mm-hmm. to be able to put back into the next generation. Right. Yeah. And we, we even have a group of us, uh, you know, we've got a, a, a chat group uh, that we're all a part of. And most of us are here in North Carolina. I think there's one that's in another state, but we're all, mm-hmm. uh, we're all in the same state. Um, we're all pretty much in different markets. Um, but um, that, that's really cool that we were, we were all able to kind of find this same mentor. Uh, and then we all just kind of help each other out. Uh, and that, that's been really cool to be connected uh, with other inspectors that way, too. Do you Slack or like Discord or um, GroupMe or something? Uh, we're uh, we're using Signal. Signal, sweet. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of so many. Yeah, and there's so many cool apps to just have like these close, close, tight knit groups and connect with people. Hopefully, more inspectors take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think like what you said about it not being or like pouring into the next generation because there is so much out there. Like we don't need to compete with one another because I don't want to work with every ins- like real estate agent like they're just not my people and there's nothing wrong with them it's just I'm not going to get along with them and and vice versa and so I feel like there's so many different of our personalities that there's plenty to go around yeah you know it's just like let's make each other better and and support one another because that's how we do better and that's how kind of like the reputation changes that we have as like (laughs) our industry you know what I mean (laughs) So, and I just yeah. feel like it puts out good energy. I'm just a big, like, I'm not like a yeah. complete foo-foo energy person, but I'm like, Hey, if you put those good vibes out there, people feel it, people are attracted to you and naturally you're going to grow from it. Right. I just feel, I've seen enough evidence of that to say, okay, that's a very real dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah, let's, uh, so the podcast season one have you talk to contractors, is it going to be agents next or home buyers or kind of? Yeah, agents. I'm looking, I'm looking to line up a few. Um, we just started doing like, we, we, we rank the people on Instagram, like, Hey, tell us what you want for next season. And they pick. So we did a little mini DIY season. So we're, we're doing it by the quarter. So each quarter is a new topic. That's so fun. And so, um, people wanted to hear about our values and like what we're intentional about. So we talked about, well, if you want to do well, we had a series on intentionality, like that was season two, season two. And now we're on values on who we are and how it looks for our life and business. And so we're just talking about things we learn, just things we learn being home inspectors and how we're going to take each like good experience and bad experience to make it better for the next time. And then um, how we like, yeah, so season three or whatever we're on are like about yeah. how we figure it all out. And then next one, we're having real estate agents mm-hmm. and like what they do. Oh, I love this. I love this for so many reasons, but you mentioned this a minute ago. I just want to reiterate this for everyone, whether you do this on YouTube or a podcast or to someone else, I think just vocalizing these kinds of things makes us all better business people. Cause it yeah. like reaffirms it in your brain that like, okay, this is what I stand for. So then you're more likely to follow through on things with agents right. or clients or waking up that data, get on Instagram. 
Um, I just don't think it happens enough with inspectors. Right. But that's how you grow. Like for each experience, like even the not so great ones that stress us out, we'll share it because we're transparency is super important. And we, I'm, I'm super like where I come in really like customer service to me is super important. And so I want to give everything that I would want when buying a house that, you know, that I didn't get, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Hell yeah. and so just sharing that and like, how can we make this better for next time? Like, how can the turnaround time on this test be way faster or what can we do to help? You, know, you can't light incense and play Kenny G when you break down the, the rundown, you know what I mean? Like, that's just weird. So like, <laughs> here's a, here's a local coffee shop gift card. It's not much, but go sit down, have a cup, chill, look over the report. And then, you know, just make it laid back because it's it's not a great time. <laughs> it's just not. Shout out to Kenny G. I grew up my par- with my parents playing that in the house. Love that. Um, yeah. You should make, see, that's content right there. The meme, the uh, memeable content again. with Kenny G and incense. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, um, what's interesting to you guys? I know like, like what, that could be hurdles that you're about to face this next year or um you mentioned just the environment of what's going on out in the world. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. we, um, uh, coming into, uh, a new year, uh, for us, uh, you know, it'll, uh, we're wrapping up year one, uh, so much that we learned, um, you know, we're looking forward to 2021 and kind of, you know, what's going to happen now that we've got springtime and summer coming up. Um, you know, this is, I think where we're going to see, uh, the, the fruits of our labor, um, of what we've done kind of in off season. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what that labor entails, uh, such as the marketing, uh, you know, that's been, um, that's been a huge challenge. Uh, and it's been, it's been a huge learning experience. And so uh, for us, just trying to figure out, um, you know, the, the best ways for us to, to grow uh, in terms of marketing, but also to grow relationally um, with, our, with our immediate community. Um, and really get our name out there as inspectors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's been, uh, that's been interesting. It's been a fun challenge. Uh, it's been good. And I think a lot of that from, uh, 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 we've gotten a lot of help from what Sarah's done uh, online. And that's given us uh, like a really great starting point for conversation with people. Um, so we're certainly looking forward to kind of the next year as marketers. Yeah. Um, and that's been that's been crazy because I'm not one to uh, to talk about myself a whole lot um, and learning how to be a marketer, you know, not just a home inspector. Um, uh, that's been a huge eye opener. And I can't remember. Uh, it, it was probably your podcast that I that I heard about. It. It's like, you know, you're uh, from some of the other inspectors, you know, think about yourself as a marketing uh, person first, um, you know, because. If, uh, if you can't market yourself, all the home inspection knowledge in the world that you have is going to be for nothing. Um, so just trying to have a different outlook on kind of who I am as Andrew of Wilson and Sons Inspection and Testing. And, you know, to just say I'm an inspector, that kind of pigeonholes me a little bit. Um, yeah, so. makes you very like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. And the good thing about social media is you get to find out common ground with you and whoever you're talking to. You know what I mean? And that's a good starting point. That's interesting. So to say more about that, do you mean other types of posts where it's just like an agent sees, oh, your kid plays soccer, so does mine, or yeah. something like that? 
Yeah, because a lot of a lot of agents post that's their page. It's not like a personal one and a business one. It's like, oh, that's their life. Yeah. And so, you know, finding like our kids are the same age or like something that they do that you genuinely like. Don't be fake because they'll see right through it. But like <laughs> finding people that you genuinely want to talk to and find interesting. And then you have so much to talk about because there's a lot of commonalities. Like we love reading. And so mm-hmm. finding agents that love reading and love teaching and like that's how despite what we do we run it the same like we perform and approach work and life the same way and so I mean Jesus you have so much in common at that point there and it's just very natural I love that reframing and thinking of it as what is interesting to you and putting that out there and I think it also plays into what you said a minute ago not caring what other people think because it's not about what they think it's about what's interesting to you as a human um, and then finding common ground. Cause how is someone going to fully know you and like you, if you're not putting anything out there, but like you said, besides pictures of toilets, so it's like, okay. Yeah. No one wants to see that. Just yeah. don't do that. <laughs> I love it. That's such good advice. Cause I agree. I, I, you know, occasionally will go through and follow other accounts and I go to the page and if it's just all addicts and crawl spaces, ugh, it's not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and home inspectors are such a great resource for anybody like homeowners, buyers, sellers, like, because they know so much about like the meat of the home, mm-hmm. but if you deliver it well, and in a, in a very like a uh, palatable approach, then people are going to feast off of it. Like we get so many messages because people don't want to talk about it in openly, you know, cause it's like, I don't know this. It's a little embarrassing. Like people like, you know, until they message us and you just have to know 10% more than anybody out there. And home inspectors know way more than 10%. So if you just know 10% more, you're good. Mm-hmm. Just don't shove it down their throat. Like just piecemeal it and be you and deliver it that way. Yeah. Yeah. But it just being, being yourself as opposed to, um, uh, yeah. The, but the... a weird professor who wants to show you weird <laughs> pictures. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Instead of that, that's what I really like about the approach that Sarah took because I think, um, you know, I tried to do the the social media for us, and that was a disaster. Um, <laughs> I deleted a lot. You can't go back and see it. I was yeah, like, no. It, it was it was it was the stereotypical thing that I swore I wouldn't do. It was it was oh, posting like you know the, memes. the funny defect I saw in these memes that were so esoteric. You know, nobody except inspectors got it. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, it, it fell into that. And so having Sarah who has, um, you know, who is not an inspector and doesn't come from that, um, that's really helped because then I can give her, you know, it's kind of the visual content and then she'll reshape it and reframe it to be able to speak to our demographic. Right. Um, and running it through that filter um, it, it has been so key. Yeah. And, and that helps build the trust because this is a people business. And when you're able to, to kind of show your your humanness and kind of what's going on, you know, on a more personal side, then there's a little bit of repertoire uh, or a, a rapport that's built up with you and 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 your viewers as they start to. Uh, there's a little bit of trust that's built up there, and a little bit more of a um, you know when, when there's more of that personal approach to it. So that's been that's been key. Yeah. I love that you tried and there's so many inspectors out there. That probably, they're nodding their heads. They're like, Oh man, I, I hear you. It feels terrible. And so some inspectors I say, maybe it's not right for you to try right now. 
Like if it's just you and you don't have time and you're kind of like not even half assing it, like one eighth assing it, like don't maybe just it. set it down for a while and then go meet, try to meet agents face to face. Um, yeah. Yeah. Question, question for you. What's something you would have done more of in your first year if, if you had to do it again and it's something you do less of? Something I would have done more of is getting in front of more agents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what, what I perceived as being enough, um, uh, enough office visits, enough cold emails or phone calls wasn't nearly enough. Um, I mean, I, I would have upped that by, by 10x or more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it, it, that's kind of the new plan here. Um, so reshaping that, that's something I would have done more of. Sure. A lot more face-to-face networking um, or video-to-video, eyeball-to-eyeball. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, as much as you uh, could now or in the right. Last. Yeah. Uh, what I would have done less of, I would have done, uh, this is going to sound funny, but I would have done less studying. Oh, God, yeah. I overdo it uh, when yeah. it comes to the reading. And uh, that's just who I, like, I want to know everything before I get to uh, you know, a particular. He read that project. entire textbook before his first day in class when he was getting his license. Yeah, <laughs> yeah going through <laughs> and, and, and library books. Sounds right. Like, uh, sounds about yeah. right. So I would have spent less time on the reading. Uh, mm-hmm. I, w- I would have done what I needed to uh, to to study and prepare and just kind of get the knowledge. But you know, I I don't remember half of all the reading that I did. Um, where it really comes into play is in the field. Uh, you know, that's where the learning sticks and, and the retention happens. So I, w- I would have done less prep work and, oh, yeah. and more action. I mean, doctors do that. Doctors and surgeons, they, they read as they go. Yeah. They're, they're they looking. can do it and get away with it. I mean, right. Yeah. God, we can do it. <laughs> they're, re- they're referencing, th- my wife's a nurse practitioner. So they're referencing oh, things yeah. much more than anyone ever realizes because right. it's impossible to memorize all that. Just like it's impossible to memorize every component of a home and how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the best doctor is going to be transparent and say, hey, I, I read this this morning on your condition and here's what I got. And we're like, okay, let's see that. Mm-hmm. You know, That's so. such good advice. And thank you for sharing that because I think every new inspector needs to hear that because we talk to inspectors that seem like they're spending 10 hours a day tweaking their template and dragging this yeah. here and there instead of going out and getting business. And it's like, you won't have a template or a business to worry about if you don't go out and meet people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think inspectors, that's where they live, right? It's the, it's the comfort zone. So I kind of get it to a degree where it's like, Hey, you live in the technical. Yeah. yeah. And you've got to get uncomfortable because you're now the product. Like right. you as a home inspector, your mind and your skill and who you are, your personality is the product. And you've got to show people that. Ooh, that might be the name of this episode. You are. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> you are the product. I tell him that all the time when he like, you know, he needs encouragement. I feel like he's Rocky and I'm like the little trainer that like really gets fired up. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him the brisk iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> you can use that image. <laughs> but like he just, yeah, it's just, it really is hard. Even for me and like, I, I'm very confident and I do, it's very awkward. Like every time we are in front of a video doing anything, it's just so uncomfortable. But I mean, you can tell when you watch it. I'm like, oh, I look so comfortable. I'm like, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But you just do it anyway because that's one, how you learn because you get to evaluate, you get feedback. Like when he, he's like, he's going to go more um, open houses 
Mm-hmm. And so the relationships that we built and building relationships with the real estate agents, because you like them, what we drew you to them, legit check in on them and be in relationship with them, like mm-hmm. be part of community. And so Andrew would call, you called Brian this morning, um, and he realtor <laughs> and he realtor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was like giving Andrew tips and like encouraging him because it's awkward for realtors to cold call too. Like there's relatability between the fields. Like what, what realtor truly enjoys call calling? Right. None. I've not met one, but no. that's how they make their money. That's how they get out there and stay out there. And so we have to do it too. And so like calling them and getting encouragement and getting that pep talk and giving that pep talk, it's how you build a relationship and how you stay in their mind. Yeah. Cause you're growing this thing together, right? If you, right. you say we're on parallel tracks, growing our businesses, let's help each other. That's so comforting. And I, as an ex-agent, that would make me like, all right, we're, we're together in this. Like you're my partner. Right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you guys sound like you've, you've, you've nailed this and you're going to continue to nail this. This is great. And I feel like it's all, like you said, you're going to see the fruits of your labor because you've been doing it all online. And now if, if you two, you know, if we were getting coffee together, I'd be like, oh my God, I love you guys. I'm just going to use you. I don't, I don't even care what your technical backgrounds are or whatever, you know, like yeah. that's how agents think as much as everyone yeah. admitted, a lot of agents are just like, do I like you and trust you? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the word that I got even just this morning, uh, talking with my, one of my newest agent friends mm-hmm. and we were just kind of have a real conversation. And that's something he said to me, which I thought was very uplifting and encouraging and to hear it straight from, um, you know, a very talented agent, um, you know, that man, that meant the world to me as a home inspector. Um, but yeah, just having, uh, you know, establishing that relationship, uh, has been, uh, has been very, very important. Yeah. How you talk to yourself is important because I think that's where a lot of insecurities come from. Like, I think people need to learn. So we're going to talk psychology for a minute, oh, yeah. like how Love to speak it. kindly and positively to yourself. Cause that's where it comes from. You know what I mean? Like you will have like a people, people lined up to talk to you if you know what you're, what you have, you know? So like speaking to yourself well and not tearing yourself down, you have to be super intentional and change your mindset. But like, if you keep putting yourself down, you're not going to go out there and you'll be super awkward. But knowing that you can deliver a good home inspection and that you're fired up about it, people will take passion over experience. That is what we've learned because we're in year one, but we're so fired up about it that we get jobs because we're passionate about it Mm -hmm. and he's good at it. So thank God we can deliver. (laughs) Like You know what I mean? But like, so that's how it gets the momentum. But you have to build yourself up and surround yourself with people who are building you up and run from the people who aren't because they're not helping you. Um, so yeah, you got to have the, just restructure your life that way. That is wisdom right there. And, uh, I had my wife and had me and my daughter both read this book called you are a badass. And cause my wife read it, it said it changed her life. And it talks the a title. lot about the stories we tell ourselves. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of inspectors, and the more you say it, or the more you think it, you're just reaffirming it. And then it's like, yeah. okay, I'm not a marketer. I'm not good with people. I'm not good with people. I'm not good with people. Okay. You're manif- You're just making that more so as opposed to saying, yeah. you know what? I am good with people. I can be good with people. I'm just going to try it. I keep trying. Yeah. So completely agree. Yeah. You have to do it. You can't get good with people and not being with people. Yeah. And surrounding exactly. yourself with the right community is hard because this is isolating industry, but it yeah. sounds like Andrew, you've done good finding, um, you know, certain inspectors to kind of have private chats with. Um, there's already people I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I got to hook you guys up with so-and-so this power couple that's doing, you know, so-and-so. So it's, that's it cool. finds you, you know, it ends up yeah. one way or another. 
Yeah, you got to put it out there. Like you said, putting out the energy it, it, and it draws that energy to you. So what you put out comes back in. Yeah. hundred percent. I got a question for y'all since you, you mentioned um, referrals to contractors. This is, it's super interesting. It's obviously like a occasionally hot button topic in our industry of people saying like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Some people say, oh, you should. And some people saying, yeah, you should get referrals because, or you should get um, like lead fees because you're literally providing work for this plumber. Was that just a natural progression for you guys of like, hey, people keep asking us, do we know a good plumber? And it's just like, yeah, as a matter of fact, we do. Here's his name. Yeah. It seemed like a no brainer because it's the field we're in. Yeah. And as homeowners, if we have somebody we really like, of course, we're going to recommend them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, with, you know, growing up uh, under the tutelage of my dad and the way he did home inspection, you know, he came from, he was a home builder and a general contractor prior to that. And so, you know, his best friends were contractors and real estate agents. And so it was very, very natural uh, on his end for that. And it just, it made sense to, you know, let's build up our referral base of contractors. Um, you know, we don't get any fees or, you know, anything like any kickbacks whatsoever um, from the people we refer. These are people that legitimately either we have used or we have gotten to know them well enough uh, that we know the quality of their work and their character. And, um, you know, and, and we offer that, um, you know, we don't, we don't push any of our referrals on anybody else. Um, we don't get in the way of the real estate agent. Uh, if they have their people that they know and trust, if they haven't used the people that we use. Um, so we are, we do kind of balance that. We're, we're, we try to be careful with that. Um, you know, just not to, uh, to get in the way of any other relationships there, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we, 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 we build up that, that list of vendors uh, that, that we like to refer because in, inevitably as home inspectors, we're going to get that question. It's like, well, you know, who would you recommend? Uh, and if we have somebody, we tell them, uh, if not, we say, you know, um, uh, your, your agent, uh, Sally, she's a good agent. Um, I'm, I'm sure she has somebody to be able to help you out. And if she doesn't, then Sally's going to come to us and say, Hey, who's your guy? Yeah. Um, you know, so we try to play that um, uh, carefully and wisely. Um, but, um, but yeah, we, we do have our referrals that we use. Yeah. I think that's the perfect way to handle it. I think our, our industry is so liability conscious that it just scares them from providing what the customers need and are asking yeah. for. It yeah. kind of, it always kind of bugged me where I'm like, the fear is greater than the reality in most cases. Right. <clears throat> and at the, at the end of the day, the client is going to use who they want to use. Not who, no one's forced to do anything. So if you know somebody just refer them. In the day and age we live in, honestly, clients kind of know if you recommend someone, it's not like you're literally signing off on their work and saying that they've never done anything bad in their life. No right. one, it's just, right. you know, it's just a referral. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Here's and something, who I recommend. something that you said on one of your previous episodes is that, yeah, there are those inspectors that, you know, you can't be so afraid of liability that you're no longer useful to me. <laughs> um, so true. Yeah, I thought that was a great uh, nugget that you shared um, in that episode. Um, but, but yeah, it's absolutely true. And, and, you know, I didn't even think about that, you know, when it came to referring contractors, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that really wasn't something that crossed my mind. Um, and, uh, and I'm glad it wasn't. Um, yeah. It just seems natural. An observation though, is the difference of you all build so much trust through communication that it almost can go unsaid because people kind of just get the dynamic and people just kind of, uh, implicitly implicitly trust you because of how you treat them and then liability is not an issue then it's the ones that i think 
don't communicate, don't build trust that worry about liability. Cause they're like, Oh, I don't know. I didn't talk to the customer or the agent. I don't know how they're going to take this. Yeah. Commun- not communicating is not kind. Like you have to, you have to like over communicate to get your point across. Otherwise you're just kind of withholding and then you're, you're not trustworthy and people aren't going to want to work with you. And that's the comfort zone. I think most inspectors have to get out of if they don't have yeah. Sarah on the team, but it's like, Hey, your first hire needs to be a communicator needs to be someone that offsets you, yes. uh, you know, as the technician. I mean, that's just a no brainer, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We got about 10 minutes left. What, what else do you guys want to talk about? It could be anything. I find um, entree leadership, a great podcast to listen to. Ah. Or like an Insta follow because they are very um, like Maverick or Renegades when it comes to business. And so if people are in their comfort zone, uh, having somebody like kind of like fire you up. What's it called? Uh, Entree Leadership. E-N-T-R-E-E. I could send it to you. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll put that in the description. Um, awesome. Yeah, Dan Tardy heads that up. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, like I'm I'm not a natural entrepreneur. I am. That's all Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was a, uh, I was a freelancer my, my whole life, which is not the same thing. <laughs> right. right. Um, and uh, so, th- uh, yeah, the entree leadership has been very helpful uh, for me and for her. Um, uh, so, yeah, we've really enjoyed that. And I, I've enjoyed the growth and uh, kind of learning the difference between an entrepreneur and somebody who owns their job. Yeah. It's um, Dave Ramsey owns, it's one of his, uh, offshoots oh, nice. as part of Ramsey Solutions. Yeah. And so regardless of where people stand on, it's not really how you run your money. It's just how you run yourself and, you know, deliver yourself because again, you're the product or the product is the product. And so it teaches you like, no matter what you do, how to ship it well. And so shipping Andrew or, and the products that we do and how we do it and just being redundant we feel redundant but it's new to people like not ever, no one's on our page like feasting off of it for hours you know what I mean so if, <laughs> even if it feels like you're recording the same thing which we have it's new to like half the people on there you know we get new followers all the time and a lot of people a lot of people like I don't if I study people long enough I'll actually like not follow them or have them unfollow me because I'm not trying to gain followers I'm trying to gain people who are in my market and engaging engaged so I don't care about it's really not about the number of followers it's about the people who you're engaging with and so like also don't get hung up on that um because it really means nothing and yeah so mm-hmm. I would say like 75 percent of our followers are actively engaged followers and have become partners or clients which is more, and we only have like a little bit over 200 so yeah which is great. And it's a tool if you use it that well, if you use it that way and not use it as like a, a fake bougie platform. That is, might be the nugget of the episode right there. Cause I think everyone, if they hadn't known how many followers you had and they listened to this episode, they probably would have guessed 10,000, right? They'd be like, you're crushing it. You're famous. Basically everything you put out and people just throw money at you, you're grinding and you're working and you have the endurance every day to do it. And I think that's the importance is the entrepreneurial endurance that of being redundant, of treating every person mm-hmm. like it's their first time working with you, because it usually is. Yeah. Even though it's your hundredth time working with a home buyer. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I learned is it, if you stay on top of who's following you, it'll 
it'll the algorithm will feed more of those types of people. So if you let just anybody follow you or you follow just anybody, ah, interesting. then you're going to attract just anybody. Like I don't need somebody in France coming unless they're coming to the United States and moving here, then right. you know. Right, right. <laughs> you know? That's but, smart. Yeah, because Reels sense. is more international is what I learned just by observing. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I used to live in Europe. And so I thought maybe it was just like the connection there. Mm-hmm. But it's like certain new uh, new things on Instagram in particular will attract more international where it's like, no, I'm, I'm using this as a specific tool. No, thank you. And so it actually generates more local business. I've been finding like closer to our home actually because i've been filtering out who follows and who i follow oh that's great that's been, that's great a great little nugget i've yeah. not seen an educational video on yeah <laughs> that is yeah. deep social media algo nugget right there I yeah I, novice you gotta be a learner <laughs> yeah. you gotta be really intentional i love how you broke it down though because it kind of makes sense when you're like it okay i want to give you more of what you're looking for it's locally based um, you'll see recommendations when you're within proximity, certain proximity. Put your location on everything. So if you're serving somewhere, if you're sharing a story, put that location mm-hmm. because it's going to market out to the people in that area. Yep. Great call. Yeah. You um, know that, but they don't. So. Hey, hey, exactly. I'm just preaching it out. Um, any other books or podcasts? Since it sounds like you guys are, are great oh. consumers of information. Um, anything that's been impactful over the years? There, there's two books right off um, that I thought about kind of at the beginning of our conversation here, um, and, and I haven't I haven't read uh, both of them all the way through, but I would highly recommend them. Uh, start. Ooh, start. By John Acuff. Acuff. I had that. And right. finish. Uh, his, his follow up to that. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have a kid, you can read that in an afternoon. Both of them, they're really quick reads. Um, uh, I think Entree Leadership's a good book. Um, the Advantage by John. Lincioni or Patrick Lincioni. Mm-hmm. I could send all of these to you. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and be our guest by uh, the Walt Disney Corporation. It's about customer service. Oh, wow. That I've who heard- does it better than Disney? Yeah. I don't like Iconic. Disney. I won't go there. But like <laughs> they have, they set the scene and they their customer service. If you've ever been, is just amazing. Yeah. And they have a breakdown of how they do that, and any business can use it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah include that so, one in the list because I've heard that's an iconic one in terms of like the OG of you know customer service. Oh, they have the compass and oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, they they do well. I think they're going to be around a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Books. Um, we have our houses full of books. Yeah, we have books everywhere. The um, common thread I'm learning of some of the um, most thriving and successful entrepreneurs in this business the ones that read, the ones that consume info, the ones that look outward as opposed to just uh, staying within. Yeah, mm-hmm. readers are leaders. The Practice by um, Seth Godin. Don't get the audible unless you have some crazy focus because he reads it off like a list, but if you can read it <laughs> and digest it, then that one's really great. Mm-hmm. It's all of his books are culminated into one. Oh, wow. Because I was going to say anything, anything by him is great because I love, you know, I yes. love, love him in general. So if you've never read him, get the practice. It's his latest book. Because he's a marketing guy. So anyone that needs to learn to get in the mindset of marketing to reframe, he's. he's yeah. Just... And it's all about keep it, keep at it, keep doing it. And that's the whole book. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Um, well, we're at the hour. I want to be respectful of y'all's time. I know. Um, we got things to do. Anything, anything else we didn't touch on? 
anything burning? You, did we not talk about GameStop or what? Dude, is there nothing we talked about? You guys wanted to touch on? <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't make anything off of that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either. Twice this year, it's like we should invest in oil, but we don't invest in like yeah things. You know, like just markets. Just in the but... business. Best returns. Come right. Put it back in the business. Uh, yeah, I, I will say, you know, uh, we're huge fans of you, of Mike, uh, of your podcast. Uh, I think I've listened to every episode now. And of course, it's been great traveling around as much as I drive. I appreciate um, that. And, uh, and we love the software. Um, oh, my God, that has been a game changer. We, uh, yeah, we, we were fans before we got it. So, okay, we're gonna, you know, as soon as we can afford it, man, we're, we're going for it. And, I'm not easily you know, excitable. And I was the one who was saying no on it, because I'm cheap. Uh huh. And dude, it just changed everything. So as a marketer, I I think of stuff in your hands where I'm like, okay, you can create hours and hours of content and marketing pieces on this and just reasons to get coffee. Like I, you're dangerous. Yeah. 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 So my advice to anybody starting and to anybody who's been in the game and has kind of hit a rut, because I don't care like how long somebody has been in a business, if you, you're going to hit like ebbs and flows. So, and it's constantly changing. And I think it might be harder for people who have been in it, but you have to do things that are going to scare you and push you because that's how you're going to grow. Like you have to start and restart Mm -hmm. to, to stay in the game and don't, don't make yourself, don't uh, retire yourself accidentally. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You know, well said, because we see a lot of that. And I think that was kind of our advantage advantage with COVID because it was who's willing to work and be different and stand out and who's going to just stop working. And so I think that's one of the reasons I know that's one of the reasons we stood out because I, I kept hearing it. So stand up. Love yeah. it. We'll yeah. Be off to the races this spring and summer. Oh, with yeah. maybe some sense of normalcy and face-to-face interaction. I miss that. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, well, yeah, we'll be coming up to, we went to the North, the conference in North Carolina last, no, year before last. So, uh, you know, if things are happening again, we'll be out your way at some point. Oh, yeah, hopefully I, that Duke, I would love to go there. Yeah, we'll, we'll be there. <laughs> right on. Um, thank you well, so much. Thank you all for this. This was great. Hey, um, yeah, we appreciate um, it. Shoot me those links. I'll get them in the description. I'll link to everything. So if, uh, if anyone's curious of these books, podcasts, your social accounts, uh, website, all that good stuff. What was that book y'all read with about being a badass? Oh, you are a badass. You are a badass. And if you Perfect. get, the, you're going to love the audible because the writer narrated it and it was so entertaining and just the stories. It's just such an empowering book. My daughter read it and has changed her life already. And so that's awesome. Um, all right. We, we have another one to add to the list then. There you go. <laughs> Thank all you. right, y'all. Thanks a bunch, Kevin. Really well, appreciate it. And uh, have a great week and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon yes sir bye all right see ya